What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome back to your tech report. Welcome back, Mark Aflalo and Mitchell Whitfield with you. This is your tech report. Follow along on all the social media. It is at your tech report or contact at your tech report.com. Mitchell, you've gone. I can see your face again. The yeah, towel is amazing, over your head. Right? We found the sweet spot in the room, apparently. <laughs> this is what happens, guys, uh, over time. You find the sweet spot in those rooms. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, then clearly you have not listened to our last segment where Mitchell had a towel over his head for no reason other than to make himself sound much better than he did. But he sounds... But isn't, it, isn't that the best reason of all, really, when you think about it? To have a towel over your head to make yourself sound better? And whatever, whatever it takes, man. Either I'm all about make making this show the best it can be. Well, I, I don't think there are enough towels in the world to, at, at my age right now to make that work. But, yeah, thank you. Uh, you know what I wanted to spend some time doing on this show? I wanted to talk about some cool products that have been sent our okay. way because uh, we, have been, um, we have been inundated with some really cool stuff that we have yet to have yes. a chance to talk about on the radio show. And, yes. and one of which is, is kind of near and dear to our hearts, and that is Wi-Fi. And you and I have toyed with many different Wi-Fi solutions over the years, whether it be for this radio show or our own personal kind of, uh, I need to get better, faster Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. So, so let's lay some groundwork here. You and I are actually on a very level playing field right now. Yes. We have, um, uh, I mean, what's the square footage of your home? 3,000-ish kind yeah, of? Yeah, a little, little under 3,000 square feet, and it's on the newer side of construction. And the reason I mention that uh, is because... When your house was built will also make a big difference in terms of Wi-Fi transmission. Materials. For example, older yeah, older homes, you know, like my, my last home was built in the 60s, and God bless that house, it was built like a Sherman tank, Yeah. So which, which was great in terms of, you know, construction, but in terms of Wi-Fi signal coverage, the walls were so thick and so, you know, it wasn't a lot of, you know, what do you call it, jipboard? What do you call the... Uh, jip rock, jip rock. Jibber, jibber rock, you know, it wasn't uh, that sort of plasterboard that a lot of people use now. It was actual plaster. So it's it was very hard to get through. Signals did not travel through there well. And Wi-Fi coverage was not great. So I thought it would be better at this house. And lo and behold, it is. But still, it's hard to get that amazing coverage in every nook and cranny of your house, no matter what the construction is like, right? Let's talk a little technical here for a second. So right sure. now we are dealing with Wi-Fi 5. Okay, yes. so if you were to dig down deep and find out, okay, we're, we're using Wi-Fi, that's great. What version mm. of Wi-Fi are we? We're on Wi-Fi 5. So the next generation of Wi-Fi is Wi-Fi 6. So mm -hmm. if you look at letters, you'd see like Wi-Fi, you know, 802.11ax. Okay, so mm -hmm. AX is speeds of up to 4,804 megabytes per second. Um, and on the uh, that's on the five gigahertz, and on the two point four gigahertz, you're going to get one thousand one hundred and forty eight. Getting real technical here for you, okay? TP Link, okay, and they've mm -hmm. been on this show before. We've had them yes. on many times. Have sent us really cool company. Yeah, yeah, they sent us a very cool next generation Wi-Fi six router. <laughs> it is called the AX six thousand, and it is a Wi-Fi six, so the next standard in terms of. Wireless performance. So now, now, now you've got your baseline. Let's talk about what we have at home in, our, in terms of connections, right? Well, I just I also want to let people know that, of course, you can imagine with every new generation, because Mark is talking about Wi-Fi five versus Wi-Fi six. Much like cellular signals, much like any wireless signal, Bluetooth, even as the gener what are we have to like Bluetooth four point two or something. So as each generation of wireless signal gets better, you get better coverage, stronger signal. Uh, it, it obviously covers a wider range, and speeds go up. Coverage 
and speed both go up. So, sorry, just wanted to jump in there. Go ahead. Yeah, so, so you and I are dealing uh, <laughs> with our service provider. We both have cable right. internet connections. Correct. Uh, download speeds are one gigabyte, okay? So, a thousand megabytes. Yeah, And our upload connection. speed is 50 megabytes, okay? So, yeah. We've been using some stuff from another company, and we've been having some challenging results in terms of, you know, our, our Wi-Fi speed. So I said, you know what? Let's plug in this new TP-Link, which is Wi-Fi 6, and let's see what kind of results we get. So I, now, now in, in terms of physical form, this looks like one of those monster routers, like those big black routers with like six antenna on it, or six antennae. And you, know what, you know what I'm talking about. Antenna, um, yeah, yes. It's got eight gigabit Ethernet ports built in, so there's a Wi-Fi switch built in, an actual hardline switch built in, which is really cool. So, so you're not going to need to get an external switch for most people. Well, unless your plenty. home is a little yeah. bit stupidly wired like mine is. Yeah. Uh, you've yeah. got two USB ports. You've got a Type-C and a Type-A, both USB 3.0, which is really cool because you can plug, for example, a printer into it or external storage and access that storage throughout your network, which is great, especially for media files and stuff like that which is pretty cool, built-in Wi-Fi, of VPN access. It's got um, MU MIMO, which allows you to kind of follow your device, and it kind of sends a signal directly to your device. But the best way to test these things is to use a device that is capable of the same things the router's capable of, right? So Wi-Fi Correct. 6. Yeah. What do we have? It's Wi-Fi 6, the latest generation iPhones. iPhone 11 Pro, there we go. So l let's give you a speed comparison of what I was dealing with, okay? So my current connection, which is, you know, pretty good hardware, I would um, upload of about 50 meg when I do a traditional speed test with the speedtest.net app. And when I download, I was limited to about, and it really depends on the day, it depends on the time of day, but let's say in the best case scenario, I was hitting about 250 to 280 download, megabits for download. Okay, now I need to clarify this because we're talking like we're talking to ourselves here. Just people know when we're talking about wireless right now, we're not talking about wire. Correct. We're sorry. talking about a wireless. No, that's okay. No, I want to let, we're so used to talking about this with each other. I wanted to make sure our listeners knew we're talking about wireless, number one. Number two, you have to understand if you're getting a one gigabit signal into your home for internet, most likely it's somewhere between nine and 950 in terms of real, real speed. Mark and I fluctuate hardwired to our modem or to our router. We're talking about nine, 950 download speeds, right? Right? One more hardwired, now, yeah. One more hardwired. Now, when you go wireless, it's typical that you'll get a little more than half the speed that you get with a wired connection if you're in the proximity of your wireless access point. So if you have a gigabit connection, you know, a thousand megabit connection, right? And let's say you're near your router wirelessly, maybe you're getting... I don't know, four or 500, maybe a little over five. And with, with our devices, Mark and I were not getting more than, like you said, what, 250, maybe 300 if we were lucky. So even though we know you get less when it's wireless, we were still getting much less than we should have been getting, right? Yeah, no, I mean... I feel like we should be getting a lot more than we've been getting. So, yes, you know, that, me too. That, so I, I was very quick to say, okay, let me, let me plug this router in. So I plugged the router in, and um, it, number one setup was actually quite genius. It used Bluetooth on my smartphone. So on yeah. my phone, I downloaded the app. It gave you a QR code. It logged. It connected Bluetooth, so I didn't have to worry about opening a web browser and typing in weird numbers. No, IP it was addresses. brilliant. Yeah, it was just there. Um, I did have to restart my modem because my modem tends to your modem tends to bind itself with the router that you're using, so that wasn't a big deal. Um, I went through the Wi-Fi setup and let you set up your 2.4 gigahertz network, gigabit network. Um, your your five gigahertz network. It let you set up a guest network if you wanted to. VPN access. Really, really, it was really quick. It was about five right. minutes, and I was up and running. When I did my first speed test and I hit 800 megabits of download speed, 
And I was right on top of it, of course. I was right next to the router. I'm like, uh, okay, there's something there's something going on here that's good. Um, <laughs> uh, it's powerful. Yeah, it's yeah. powerful. It's um, quite I, powerful. You know, I walked through my home, and my home was built in the 70s, so, you know, a bit you know, stronger materials, I guess. Absolutely. Than, than yeah. stuff. And uh, I had no issues in my home, Mitchell. I, I literally I went to my son's room, which is the top corner of the house, uh, and uh, no issues. Obviously, speed degradation when I got to that point. But even the degradation at that point was not at the fastest speeds of my other connections in my yeah. house. It would degrade to a faster speed yeah, than you were getting right so under I would your access like 400 yeah. megabytes, which was really cool. <laughs> which is insane. Um, so performance was, was way better than I honestly ever expected. The challenge that I have and I continually have is that, you know, my iPhone is the only device in my house that uses Wi-Fi 6. So when I tested other devices... I got similar results to what I had before on my other Correct. devices. Correct. It's maybe a bit on the higher end in terms of speed. Yeah, I think it was faster than still my other solution. But this is, don't forget, with one router in the kind of like the center end of my home, whereas before I was using two access points that were spread out between different floors of my house. So, you know, to give you an example, this is one access point that was really doing its job getting that signal to that one device that was up in the corner. Now, I was only testing with that one device, so I haven't yet really exposed it to the rest of my network and let all my smart home devices and everything connect to it. But I was quite blown away with the performance. Let let me tell you why this is such a win for TP-Link and why this is such a special device. And it all comes down to what you talked about, first and foremost, the setup. And we've talked about this when we've had, uh, we've done interviews with TP-Link before. We've talked to other companies in the wireless router space. Um, And the, the challenge has always been how easy, you know, ease of connectivity, ease of use for the end user, right? How simple is this to set up for a lot of people? Setting up a high-end router is really a complicated issue. And we've seen this, you know, complicated setup sort of become very simplified when you're talking about a mesh system. You know, TP-Link has their own mesh system. We know Linksys does. Other companies, Google Wi-Fi. We know other companies have a simplified solution when you're talking about making something easy for the consumer. Just set up a mesh system in your home. Use your, you know, use your mobile device to do it. But we haven't seen that sort of ease of use when it comes to a sophisticated router like this. So when you're combining high-end hardware that provides, you know, the top speeds, the top power of anything we've ever tried mixed in with an app-based connection system, I mean, it is kind of the best of both worlds and something we really haven't seen before, right? Yeah, and, and you know what? There's there's some other features that are built into this thing that I wanted to bring up because um, obviously there are great technology at work here to make sure that we get the, the maximum speeds here. And there's something called a range boost, which helps helps create that, I guess they call it, a, call it beam forming, but really what it is, it's targeting that Wi-Fi towards those devices. Devices. Right. Um, I actually used the VPN access to use some of the, you know, third-party US VPN accesses. So I'm able to set up a network and have it automatically connect to the VPN, which was really cool. Um, the, the MU MIMO is one of these things that I still have y- struggled to fully understand how it works. <laughs> but the fact that it Don't keeps consistent me. speed on my devices as I roam throughout my network was really cool. Right. Um, I used the USB 3.0 port to actually plug in an external hard drive because I've got a lot of I've got a lot of pictures and stuff going on and a lot of stuff going on through different devices and I wanted to test the speed on the network the, because it's you're connecting at gigabit speed so in your internal network forget about the internet 
access to all that information and copying stuff back and forth. It's almost like accessing a hard drive that's built into the devices, which is pretty cool. I actually forgot that I was even accessing stuff, and I left my house. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot that was on my network at home, so it disconnected me, which was, which was kind of funny. Yeah, but the, the fact is that when you're, when you're connecting like that and you feel like you're hardwired and you're talking about wireless access, that's incredible. Also, did you mention this thing has like a 1.6, I believe, 1.6 gigahertz processor built in? I mean, this thing has a processor that puts some laptops to shit. Was it 1.8? Yeah, it's a 1.8 gigahertz, 64-bit <laughs> quad-core CPU built into the router. A quad-core CPU, 1.8 quad-core CPU built into a router that, you know what, though? That's kind of genius, and it is kind of genius because it has it owns, is its own brain, obviously, but that, that gives it more ability, number one, to update itself, to learn your environment, to process things on board, on device. Uh, and not have to worry about because some of these systems are cloud-based, right? Yeah. Where it communicates to a cloud-based system and reports back and forth. This has the onboard power to do everything it needs and also provide excellent coverage for your house. So whatever power the router has isn't being you know separated and sort of spread among different systems trying to operate together. It has its own. I can't get over 1.8 quad-core processor. Yeah, and believe nice. me, none of these none of these numbers, by the way, none of these bullet points would make any difference if it didn't work as well well as it did. You yeah. know, none, none of these terms would matter, but the fact is it works so well. Maybe the best router we've tested so far. So this another of the routers in that same kind of class. Uh, they call this the Archer class. That's what the AX kind of stands for, their Archer. Uh, so let's see, pricing starts at uh, $199 for the Archer AX50. You've got $399 for the AX6000 and $549 for the Archer AX11000. I'm asking for the 11000 I need to test this thing out because if it does... Even a quarter of what this does. Oh, it's if gonna, the numbers are any indication, it should do almost double. But uh, we're, we're testing the six thousand, yeah, right? Testing, yeah, six thousand. I think I found it in U.S. dollars. I think it was about two hundred and sixty-three dollars on Amazon. So of course we like to give you MSRP, but those you know prices are always in flux. So you're always it always behooves you to you know do a search wherever you are to find the cheapest. But if you're based in the U.S., we know we have a lot of Canadian listeners as well. But if you're in the U.S., definitely check out Amazon, and you'll see it about around two sixty-three something like that. Pretty good. Uh, it is your tech report. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Marcus Flala. We take a quick break and we come right back. Your tech report will be right back. I'm Jeff Woods and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast. Heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. I'm Matt Kundal, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.